the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The Bruce Hooley Show podcast is brought to you by HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. Creating jobs and restoring dignity one cup at a time. Good coffee doing good. Learn more at HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. So I just received a text message from a friend watching the show on Facebook. You can watch it on Facebook, The Bruce Hooley Show. And he wants to know why I'm wearing old lady glasses. I don't, I need a third party ruling on this. Aaron, am I wearing old lady glasses? You're looking at me on the live stream and through the window. You know the Seinfeld episode where George buys the lady's glasses and Kramer meets him and says, Madam, as a <laughs> as a greeting, are these old lady glasses? I didn't. I, I wouldn't say so. No, no, they're they're white. They're clear. They're blue blocker glasses. Uh, so I, you know, I can look around, root around in my personal belongings here to see if I can find something more fashionable for my friend. But you're invited to watch the show uh, any day and interact on Facebook. And I'll do a try to do a better job of interacting with you on Facebook as you watch the show. Uh, social media can be valuable. I'm kind of turning you all loose on this mystery. It's a mystery to me. Help me solve the mystery. Uh, Joyce Beatty is the congresswoman from Columbus. And Joyce Beatty's in the news, not just for the reason that I want to put her in the news, but first let's cover the, the most pressing news. Joyce Beatty was in a, a snit yesterday She's a Democrat, of course. She's the head of the Congressional Black Caucus. And she was getting on a train in Washington. I bet they have a train at the Capitol to take them hither and yon. And behind her in the line to get onto the train was Republican Representative Hal Rogers of Kentucky. And uh, Joyce Beatty turned around because she's a woke liberal and said that uh, Mr. Rogers, not the guy with the sweater, uh, the Congressman Rogers needed to put on a mask. And uh, Mr. Rogers has been in Congress a long time, 21 terms, 40-some years. He's on the Joe Biden plan. He's on the Sherrod Brown plan. Uh, he uh, told her to buzz off. I can't tell you exactly what he told her, but he told her to buzz off. He poked her in the back, said, get on the train. And then she said something, and he invited her to do something mm, that you should not invite anyone to do. And so she took umbrage. She should have taken umbrage. And uh, Representative Rogers has since apologized, and she says she has uh, accepted his apology and, of course, told the media about it so she can get all kinds of pity, boo-hoo, Joyce Beatty. She said, I will never tolerate bullying no matter who does it. That's interesting for somebody who was ordering someone else to wear a mask. Wouldn't that be a form of bullying? There would be some who would say, yes, yes. I will not tolerate any bullying of me. That's what she really meant. Okay, so I don't. I hope I'm not engaging in bullying here. I'm trying to engage in curiosity because I am a curious person. 
And I say many times, my radio show is information-oriented. We prize and treasure truth. We look into and analyze mysteries, and we try to solve those mysteries. I am, as I've said before, in the interesting business. So I find it interesting that Representative Joyce Beatty advertised a home in Blacklick, 7,280 square feet, for $1.2 million. There's a big story about it in the dispatch from reporter Jim Weicker. And I was like, periodically thinking, I wonder what her home sold for. Because as you know, homes on the market in Columbus, Ohio, poof, they're gone like that. And Joyce Beatty's home, I never got the follow-up in the dispatch. What did Representative Beatty's home sell for? And I was keenly interested in this because... Joyce Beatty's going to have a heck of a time doing her taxes on this sale because you have to always put down what you bought the home for so you can figure out what your profit is on the home so you can pay your taxes accurately. And, and I mean, I'm absolutely sure, aren't you, that the one thing Joyce Beatty, head of the Congressional Black Caucus, would want to do is pay her fair share, right? I mean, if anybody wants to pay their fair share, it's definitely a Democrat, I mean, they want to pay their fair share. So, don't know how Joyce is going to figure out the basis on this home. Because, back when Jim Weicker did this story, and she was asked what she paid for the home, she said she could not remember what the couple paid for the property because her husband handled the family finances. Now, I can sympathize with you, Joyce Beatty. Because my wife does our finances. She's a CPA, MBA. I'm not, I'm not walking into that area where I do not have her expertise. Uh, Mr. Weicker looked up and found on the multiple listing service that the 2008 price of the home was $1.1 million. Hmm. They got it in a trust from Ohio Dominican. It was in the trust for, what do you think, a year, two years, Ohio Dominican? Probably Ohio Dominican owns a bunch of property out there on the east side of Columbus toward the airport, east central side of Columbus. Probably own a lot, right? Probably that home was probably in the trust for a long time. Turns out the Beatys bought the home from Ohio Dominican after it was in the trust one day. Just one day. Now, why would it be in a trust for one day? Well, probably a coincidence. Probably. But it being in the trust for one day kept the sale price of the home secret. Kept it a secret. So... I don't think they're, it's not in the trust anymore, and it's been on the market since October. I would like to know what this home sold for. I'm curious, did Joyce Beatty make a, make a profit on this or not? Well, according to Zillow, and yes, I looked on the Franklin County Auditor site, and I could not find a record of the home sale. <laughs> okay, whatever. The paperwork engine moves slowly. It sold in January. hasn't even been a full month yet, or it's right at a month. But I want to know what this home sold for. And Zillow says it sold for 900000 Not cheap, but that's a heck of a real estate bargain. Getting a home that's listed for $1.2 million for 900000 That's a full 25% under asking. That's two hundred grand over what the Beatys apparently paid for the home 
in 2008. Now, I'm looking at pictures of it, and trust me on this, it does not look like it is in a state of disrepair. It looks like a nice, fine home. Now, I had somebody respond to me on social media and say, well, the luxury home market is different than the starter home market. Okay, I don't know if that's true or not, but it doesn't seem to me that luxury homes are in the habit of selling for 25% discount. I mean, I, I could be wrong. I'm always open to correction. So if you're a realtor, if you have an idea why this home might have sold for under asking, way under asking, who bought it? If you're down in city government and you know something about this, if you're working in the congressman's office, maybe? A little something, something info wise on this for me, Bruce at 989theanswer.com or 844-TALK-989, 844-TALK-989. I think we should all celebrate uh, Joyce Beatty uh, getting rid of her home. It's not fun to have two mortgages. And she's got a condo downtown, which she bought for $600,000, two bedroom condo, 2,400 square feet, 600 grand. Thankfully, her sale of this home in Blacklick was able to cover that. But I think uh, it's a matter of the public interest. What? Because what? Right? We're having a big discussion now about whether representatives of Congress should be able to trade stocks. Jamie Raskin, Democrat. It's funny how it's always a Democrat, right? Jamie Raskin, New York. He forgot that his wife made like a million bucks on a stock transaction. Oh, I forgot to report that. Doggone it! I thought I thought you wrote that down. Aid in my office? No, I thought you did, Congressman. Oh well. Ah. Uh, Understandable. So I think if you want to be on the public payroll, if you want to be a public servant, I think you should be accountable on these things. And if you're the dispatch and you're going to write about the home coming on the market, then I think you have the responsibility to uh, complete the puzzle and tell us how much the home sold for. So I tweeted Mr. Weicker, and I'm hoping he will provide an answer because this has got to be, got to be the biggest discount on a luxury home in the city of Columbus. And it may be enlightening for us to find out who bought it. Might be enlightening for us to find out who bought it. I would like to know the answer to that. Maybe you would too. It's just my curiosity working because, as I say, I am in the interesting business. Oh, man. We were just getting to the point where I thought maybe... The uh, resuscitation efforts for Joe Biden's political future might move Democrats to admit that masks don't work because they can't do anything to change prices at the pump. They can't do anything to get the goods off the ships from L.A. and have them distributed to the store shelves at our local Kroger. All that's going to still be an epic uh, dumpster fire on a train wreck. Uh, in a beer truck rolling downhill without brakes by the November midterms. But I really thought, given what they're saying on CNN and what they're saying on other mainstream media outlets about, yeah, maybe it's time to take the mask off, kids. We were actually going to get back some of our freedom. But now, no, I see this story on the website at Channel 6. New studies reveal that white-tailed deer could become a reservoir for the coronavirus. Researchers at Ohio State University found that COVID-19 strains found in deer are similar to the strains found in people. 
he's uh, the epidemiologist at OSU. His name is Andrew Bowman. Says white-tailed deer do not seem to show any clinical signs of an infection of the virus. As for how deer are contracting COVID-19, that remains a mystery. Well, uh, couldn't it end up in a water supply through, like, wastewater? I would think it could. Uh, Far be it for me to intrude on Dr. Bowman's research. Uh, He says, are deer a wildlife reservoir for the virus? If they are, then we need to understand how that happens. Then we need to figure out what mitigation strategy we should put in place to stop transmission between species. So uh, all you guys out there in West Jefferson and all you guys out there in Vinton County, all you guys out there in other rural areas of Ohio, West Liberty, Madison County, Miami County, Logan, Champaign County, all you guys out there hunting deer and eating deer, you might be consuming uh, the virus, I guess. Uh, Aren't we at the point where we should be uh, looking for reasons to stop our preoccupation with this virus rather than find new ways that it could threaten us? I would think so. Here's Randy Weingarten, the head of the uh, NEA, National Education Association, or maybe she's an American Federation of Teachers. doesn't really matter. She's a teacher advocate, not a student advocate. Here's Randy Weingarten on CNN talking about masks and what it will take for her to decide that, yes, it's time to give up on masking our kids. I have. A, What's the argument yeah. against taking off masks in schools? Well, the argument is that you have, well, let me just say this. I am in favor of an off-ramp on masks. Right. All right. Now that is news. That is news right there. She's in favor of an off-ramp on masks? I would have thought she was not in favor of that. Let's let Randy continue. The real issue becomes, are, is, the, is, is the spread low enough so that there's no dissemination or transmission in schools? And it's not the teachers transmitting to kids. Um, it's more kids and kids, particularly in elementary schools right now. And so the question really becomes... I'm stopping you there, Randy, because there's absolutely no data that shows that it is being transmitted on a widespread basis in schools. So while she's appearing to be somewhat open to the end of masking in schools, she is, in fact, sticking to the old, tired, inaccurate, untruthful talking points. Do we have... That's why I like what Massachusetts has done, because what they've said is that on a school-by-school basis, they said if there's 80% vaccination rates, then those schools can lift the mandates. Hmm. Now, a different story is being told by Dr. Leona Wen. Uh, Leona Wen, not a friend of kids. Leona Wen used to be the head of Planned Parenthood. So, you know, she's into uh, dismembering children in the womb and exterminating their lives before they get a chance to happen. But here is Leona Wen on CNN on the topic of masking kids. Maybe this is because Jeff Zucker has gotten canned at CNN, but boy, the narrative at CNN certainly appears to be changing from the top on masks. There was a and is a time and place for pandemic restrictions, but when they were put in, it was always with the understanding that they would be removed as soon as we can. And in this case, circumstances have changed. Case counts are declining. Also, the science has changed. No, it hasn't. No, the science has not changed. Your opinion, 
Your narrative has changed. The science has not changed. The science has been the same all the way along. If the science has changed, I should be able to go to the CDC website and find new study out of Johns Hopkins. Oh, wait, don't mention the Johns Hopkins study, Bruce, because that showed that there was two-tenths of 1% impact from the lockdowns. Two-tenths of 1%. No, the science has not changed, Leona. Your story is all that's changed. Also, the science has changed. We know that vaccines protect very well against Omicron, which is the dominant variant. Everyone five and older have widespread access to vaccines. And we also know about one-way masking, the idea that even if other people around you are not wearing masks, if you wear a high-quality mask, that also protects you, the wearer, too. Have you ever heard anything about one-way masking until now? No, what you've heard is, well, you have to wear a mask because if you don't wear a mask, then I'm at risk. I've been vaccinated. I've been boosted. I've been double boosted. I've been triple masked. But if you're not in a mask, like that's why Joyce Beatty is dictating to her fellow congressperson from Kentucky, Hal Rogers. Hey, Hal, put on a mask. You didn't hear Joyce Beatty go, ah, Hal, I don't care if you have a mask on. I have one-way masking benefits. You should avail yourself of them, Hal. But at least I have them. But you did not hear that. And you've not heard that before either. And so in this case, I'm not saying, I don't think anyone really is saying that no one should ever wear masks, but rather that the responsibility should shift from a government mandate imposed from the state or the local district of the school. Rather, it should shift to an individual responsibility by the family who can still decide that, that their child can wear a mask if needed. Uh, so Leona Wen auditioning for Dr. Mark Siegel's spot at Fox News, because that's exactly what the rest of us sane people have been saying since those gripped in fear have been obsessing about masks ever since this whole issue came up. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.